Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music. For all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com/newsadfree. That's amazon.com/newsadfree to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello everyone, good afternoon. Welcome to Red Men News. I am Ross Chanley. Today is Friday the 29th of May and I'm joined by Georgia Stevens. First one, Georgia, how are we? Not too bad, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Um, we have, as always, plenty of news to get through, but we're going to start off. Uh, today's the 35th anniversary of the Heysel disaster. Um, you know, it's a little article that's been published on the Liverpool uh, official website, um, just marking their um, respects uh, and the same for everyone at Redman TV. Myself, speak for Georgia, and I will agree with me. Everyone else at Redman TV, uh, you know, our thoughts are with the, those people who are affected, uh, the families and, and the victims. Um, you know, it was quite a sad day in Liverpool's history, and I think you know it's one that we always remember. Obviously, Hillsborough is, is a huge, huge deal, but you know, I think High is another one that we should never forget either. Um, and quite, quite sadly, um, we're going to move on to a, another story, um, which of course we broke yesterday that football is going to come back, Georgia. Um, there's a statement here from, uh, again, Liverpool's website. So the Premier League released the following statement on Thursday evening. Uh, Premier League shareholders today agreed a new provisional restart date for the 2019-20 season of Wednesday, the 17th of June, provided that all safety requirements are in place. Uh, Villa, Sheffield United and Man City Arsenal postponed to the, uh, due to the EFL Cup will now take place on the 17th of June, followed by a full round uh, match beginning on Friday, the 19th of June, due to the COVID games will take place behind closed doors. Um uh, it's difficult this one, Georgia, because obviously got invested in trust because you know it's my job. So I think you know first and foremost was a huge sense of relief for me. You know, like most people up and down the country, you know it's been a stressful two months or, or whatever it's been. So you know it's quite nice. I don't think I've had quite a, the time to appreciate it as a fan of football coming back. But you know, from your perspective, you know it's it is it's, it's, well, it's obviously good news, but it's also you know be done on the safety reasons. You know, it's not kind of just being shoehorned back. You know, I think the important thing to remember, you know, with government guidelines, with the Premier League, you know, it's all agreed between all the clubs that they, they feel they can go go back and, and play football again. Yeah, I think we kind of expected it was going to start when we saw the announcement of contact training sort of resuming in a, in a slight way. And I think from what you've seen from players like Sir Jordan Henderson coming out and saying he feels safe and... At the same time, expressing that, you know, if other players don't, that's a decision. But the idea that all these teams are kind of putting the correct measures in place and they've got the, the budget and the facilities to do so in the Premier League. So it, it was only a matter of time, really. But it's great for football to be back, I think, for people up and down the country just to be able to, you know, come together and watch it again. Does it feel slightly different for you in the sense of, Again, it comes back to investing in trust. You know, you get to watch your club now. I think everyone was really excited at, at the Bundesliga coming back and getting to watch some sort of football. But, you know, whether it's not been the same because it's behind closed doors and they're trying to 
adjust to a football fan of what is you know what is going to be normal for, for some time people don't like it and stuff like that and you know we discussed what broadcasters can do to, to improve it but now is it feels like a different excitement because you know well Liverpool winning the league for a while and then it's all the, the drama of the relegation battle who gets European spots it just feels a bit different doesn't it yeah I think with the Bundesliga coming back it was it was <coughs> both both two times people were saying you know it was either they were so excited that football was back on the television or people were kind of annoyed that it wasn't as good as they wanted or it wasn't that great or etc and I think at the end of the day you had to realise that people had no investment unless you, you you'd been keeping up with the Bundesliga all kind of year all season and, and you had a bit of affiliation there was no investment for you as a fan watching them games whereas now you will have it, it's the Premier League it's who you support for the majority of people it, it's your club and especially for Liverpool fans it, it's finally seeing that season come to an end and and you know a title we, we can't forget that asterisks or whatever it, it's a title yeah no it's a suppose that as well um it's not as straightforward as that though is it Georgia um this is a developing story so I had in the agenda um David Lynch and the standard yesterday so Liverpool not expecting to play any matches at neutral venues uh once the season restarts um he tweeted again the same thing last night um but uh this is a tweet from Ian uh, Herbert who understand police have identified six fixtures requiring neutral venues when the Premier League restarts that's Man City v Liverpool Man City v Newcastle Man United v Sheffield United Newcastle v Liverpool and Everton v Liverpool, um, which obviously might be the game where Liverpool can win the title. It just feels like Georgia, like football fans can't be trusted. It just feels like a very dated opinion. Um, I, I don't know what your thoughts are and the people that are listening and watching at home. You know, I thought I kind of thought we were kind of past that. And, and again, like, you know, people don't like mixing politics with sport, but just like I'm, I don't mean it in that sense. I just think that, Maybe it's played into the minds of the police and the governing bodies who are organising this. You know, is it a repercussion of what's happened in the past couple of weeks with people who are, you know, of high power, high responsibility, doing things that they shouldn't be doing? You know, people in the public are doing things that they shouldn't be doing, of going to beaches and going to parks and, you know, kind of doing that. Have they just looked at what that example is and gone, well, actually, football fans shouldn't be doing that. And it goes even further than that because it's not just those games isn't just every football fan. It just feels like the, the, the north, the north can't be trusted to to go and watch a, a Liverpool game. And you know, for my personal view, like I'm not going to go to Anfield. Like you know, I would just know it'd be stupid to go, to go and do do something like that. I know oh, I'll miss the game. I won't get to see any celebrations. You know, <laughs> what, what's the point? And also, there's not just Liverpool fans just in Liverpool. What's to say that you know? <laughs> People yeah. around the country of different clubs, you know, a relegation battle of Bournemouth, get a relegation battle or, or West Ham, you know, it's just as easy going to be a group of, you know, people of every club that will spoil it for everybody. And it, it feels like clubs of the North have just been targeted that they can't be trusted. Yeah, I think that there's sort of, there's two ways of looking at it. Of there's, yeah, that you understand where they're coming from of a, a neutral venue side type thing for, for, majority of the clubs if that was the case then yeah okay I get that because 
as we've seen in, in the kind of past few weeks, it's not just your everyday people, it's people in high positions of power that we know of and some that we probably don't even know of. But those, we, the public, in a sense, as a general, has been shown that it can't really be trusted. Now, that's kind of also to do with because of the policies and the kind of rules that have been given out vague or things like that. That, that, that all comes together. But for it to just be these kind of, from looking at it, basically these northern teams to just say, oh, we need to put you in a neutral stadium because if something goes well, you can't use or be running riots in the streets. And I just, I, I know from pretty much every Liverpool fan I've met and I've come across, I don't know one that would think that to do that. I think it's more... <laughs> You'd actually kind of see families because people are kind of locked down in their family, them sort of celebrations. But at the same time, there probably will be one or two that kind of spoil the fun for everyone. I just think that the fact, like you said, there's Liverpool fans up and down the country. Also, it's a bit kind of harsh on other fans of other clubs. Are they not as, you know dedicated or whatever to their, their or can they just be trusted more? And it 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 is. Whether they've meant it or they've not, it does come across massively as this kind of north-south divide. Do you think it'd make a difference if it was if all games were in neutral venues? Would that would that soften the blow? Because I think I I don't mind that in that sense. Or like you know, either everyone's plays their home games like they should do, or mm. everyone's in neutral venues. And there's also a part of me which again, you know, as soon as that league title's done, Liverpool can play the games on the moon, as far as I'm concerned, because you know that's job that's job done. <laughs> Yeah, we said that about kind of, you know, the Bundesliga, there's no real home advantage anymore, except for the fact that it's a familiar surrounding for you, whether that plays into psyches. I mean, at the end of the day, you're professional footballers where you're playing in a stadium, empty, shouldn't really matter too much. No, but so, if, you're, if, you're, if you're one of those teams, let's say you're fighting for, for a relegation or whatever, it's not a sense of maybe some individuals and you'll notice yourself from, you know, your, your teammates and stuff like that, of having a home comfort. Like being in your home changing room and having your routine and not going on a away day or being away from your family. It's definitely that that that's the only kind of advantage that you'd see is the fact that you know you you leave from home, you're staying at your actual house, and then you leave from there to go to the stadium. Whereas you know these neutral venues, it's 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 long days away, it's staying in a hotel, it's all sorts of factors that go into it. But I do think if there's no fans that that's the main kind of point of a home ground that that's the the advantage that's what what gets kind of behind people and and they're just a neutral venue for everyone it wouldn't really fuss me too much i mean seeing the pool win the league in a stadium that wasn't quite anfield would be a bit iffy but at the same time like if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do 
not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's no fans anyway. That, yeah. That's just. The, I think the, you're right. Did like I've not seen any murmurings or like you know people on YouTube comments or on social media. I've not seen one local fan that says like, you know, I don't think I'm going to be stupid enough to say anyway of like going to this the, the stadium or whatever or anything like that. It's all been like, you know, we've had quite a lot of messages on on Instagram on Facebook of people like suggesting ideas of like doing like a massive Zoom party or you know Liverpool fans putting all the flags outside their house and yeah. stuff like that. Anything that's been suggested has been sensible and, and within think- the rules. Well, people's kind of ignorant people's response to these who are trying to justify the fact that Liverpool fans can't be trusted is, you know, throwing out the, the Man City sort of bus welcome. Oh, this is what will happen. I, I'm sorry, no, that's not going to happen. That's just not that. that I, I think that's ridiculous to think that thousands of fans are going to turn up and welcome a bus during a pandemic. Yeah. Like, it, that's just ridiculous. And, and, it's, and not, it's not like it was a, like, it's a it's shock or a sudden. Game. You know, you've had you've had a month and a half, two months to prepare for this eventuality. So why would you do why would you do anything different? Yeah, it's beyond me. Uh, let us know your thoughts in the comments on any of the um, topics that we covered so far. Um, Tom will collect them. If you're watching it on Facebook, get your comment in on YouTube, and he'll get it from there. Um, something that's slightly better and, and probably will kind of deter people from going out to stadiums stuff like that. Georgia uh, is all 92 remaining Premier League matches um, to be broadcast live in the UK on Sky Sports, BT Sport, BBC. And Amazon uh, staggered kickoff times: Friday eight o'clock, Saturday half twelve, three o'clock, half five, eight o'clock, Sunday twelve o'clock, two o'clock, half four, seven o'clock, and Monday eight o'clock. Midweek games: Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, six o'clock and eight o'clock. It's just like <laughs> we don't need to leave your house. Why would you? Why would you leave, leave your sofa? Yeah, I, I think when the kind of schedule was announced, it's just it's. It, I think it is something that will cheer a lot of people up is the fact that you can... We saw when the Bundesliga was on and people had the full day of watching Bundesliga and it got a little bit boring because, again, we said it's not the teams that you support on, but to be sitting there watching Premier League for kind of two days on the bounce for a full day is, is just something that will kind of brighten a few people's days. Yeah, and I think I think the BBC have got four fixtures and I think we just go on to the next article, Sky Sports... 
um, are going to do some games free to us. Sky Sports 64 live Premier League games, <laughs> excuse me, <coughs> uh, with 25 free to air. You know, there's some questions over this, Georgia. Obviously, I don't think Sky, who charge people, um, you know, extortionate price to watch the football. I don't think the likes of, you know, some some of the big bigger games are going to be on there. Although the the um, Merseyside derby is one of those is going to be included on the um, free to air games. But I think you know, ones that are going to be free are going to be like your Burnley, Norwich, or you know, no disrespect to those teams, but you know, it's not the not the ones that you kind of look out for. What they class as a, as a Super Sunday, the same probably the same for the BBC. But you know, it's all about having people having access to these games and. I think it's an important step, what we spoke about before, people not going out to games or stadiums, people can't go to pubs and go and do stuff. But, you know, if it's free to air, you know, encourage people to stay in their own homes or, you know, whatever the rules may change by the time the football starts. If, you know, you might be able to socially distance to go around to someone's house and, and watch stuff. It's it's all encouraging, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's more coming from a public interest um, stance as the fact is, if, you, if you're starting to charge ridiculous amounts for people to, to watch games that are already kind of being dragged out some past the time that they should be um you're then encouraging people to find other means to watch them games and whether that's you know streams or things like that or it's what do you mean georgia i've never heard of them or it's people congregating because one person has sky and everyone goes there or pubs kind of reopen in a kind of shoddy way and I, I think just just given some free to it and like you said it's not going to be you know every massive game but it's some and it, it, it it'll hopefully just kind of reiterate the fact of you know following guidelines and and keeping safe yeah hopefully so um just finally before we get to some of your comments Liverpool are among um the clubs that argue against paying 330 million pound rebate to broadcasters uh, broadcasters argue closed all games devalue the product the Premier League clubs will meet on Thursday which was obviously yesterday um, which obviously a lot of money as we discussed negotiations Sky is the prime broadcaster with the rights to show 128 live matches followed by BT Sport with 52 and Amazon with 20 uh, because of the rights terms 50% of the money is divided equally with 25% awarded for live appearances and 25 dependent on league finishing position um, there's the danger in this George if I understand where the broadcasters are coming from because the right is, isn't the product that they bought and the product they can promote, but at the same time, they cannot then charge people for that product. So we know the people that have Sky and BT and, you know, choose to do the right thing and the stream thing that you suggest and I'm not really sure what you're on about of, you know, doing it doing it that way. You know, if I was paying for Sky or BT, I don't want to pay full whack because that's, not, again, that's not the product that I pay for. As a repercussion, if that does happen, then those broadcasters are probably within their rights to ask for that money back, I suspect, aren't they? Yeah, I think it's the same sort of conversation we've been having over transfers and things like that and the idea of these businesses and kind of speaking about anything to do with money during this time seems wrong and it kind of just, you know, you put it into perspective of people losing jobs and things like that and you're suddenly asking for £330 million from these clubs. It seems wrong, but then like you said... A lot of clubs might have spent that money already is the problem. And that's that's the other thing is these clubs are businesses as well. But what, like you said, you you've it's like if you bought a product and it's not the product that you wanted, and you send it back, you ask for for a refund and things like that. But at the same time, if the company that you've bought it from is going bankrupt, like you 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 kind of have a bit of leeway with it, and you just kind of accept it. So I I think it it's a bigger picture of of what we've been talking about about kind of how okay and moral is it to, to be talking about money, especially in these sorts of numbers during this time? Yeah. 
We'll have to wait and see. Um, let's get to some comments anyway. Helen Raybould says, hi, everyone. It's my birthday. Happy birthday, Helen. Um, a super chat from Stephen Somerville um, says, we're now going to lift that Premier League title after 30 years. Hopefully, Arsenal can do something against City and we can win the Prem against Everton. I mean, that would be delightful, but I don't have much faith in, in Arsenal at this point. And it's going to be interesting, George. You know, it's not out of the rounds of possibility that Arsenal can beat Man City anyway. But it's also interesting to see how people, you know, we, we obviously keep a close eye on Liverpool and what they're doing and their training, how they develop. We, we had a discussion about Mo Salah's fitness and his, his cheese grater abs before we started recording. But but at what position are other clubs going to be in and their their fitness regime is going to be interesting and, you know, how, how players react, how they're going to take, you know, you've seen from the Bundesliga, some teams haven't reacted. I think Schalke was one of them, you know, pretty much lost every game because they're just not prepared to, to go into it. It could be the case, might be the case of Liverpool. Yeah, the, there's a big picture definitely because I think the, there was a recent kind of report that was announced either yesterday or today that was to do with kind of injury rates and, and fitness and the level of sprints and the distance covered in the Bundesliga has dropped massively compared to what it was with injury rate increasing and obviously that's because the, there's been that down period and, and some clubs haven't taken the fitness as seriously as others and thought that they could come back and I think when you see Klopp talking on, on the social media and things like that, it, it's very much saying, you know, these lads could run a marathon. They, they seem super fit. Um, so it, it's not too concerning. The other thing is form and things like that. You know, you may just get some clubs come out of nowhere that, that are really in top form. And like I said, it, it is strange. I think it's almost like the season starting again. So you don't <coughs> know where anybody's going to be pitching in. I think... Um, it would be great though for us to, to win against Everton. Ah, imagine the fume. Uh, Rob D says, yes, it's coming back. Footy, footy, footy and more footy. Uh, Going to be great to see our boys win the Premier League trophy on a hot, sunny June day with a San Miguel, uh, other products available. Uh, champagne at the ready, up the reds. So it's going to be absolutely amazing. Johnny Walker says, I miss Chris Pajak starting 11. Show the most. One of the probably the most exciting things of like you know I said it was a sense of relief, but obviously our content is going to go back up. So you got starting then prediction on sense of match build ups, the final word show, the man in the match podcast, like literally everything that we, we, we used to do will be back in some sort of form. We've still yet to work out work out how we're going to do that, um, <coughs> but it will be back. Um, on neutral venues, Rob D says games at neutral venue isn't what we would normally want, um, but this is exceptional circumstances. So it's cool with me to play anywhere as long as we get that title. Um, I agree with that, George. You know, as I said before, as long as the title's done, I'm fine. And ultimately, you know, it's down to the safety of people. And you know, as much as we say people won't do it, whatever club there will be a small handful of idiots that will, will spoil it. Um, so the police deem it not fit to do so. Like, who are we to argue, really? Um, Ellie Anthony. Gemmel says, uh, what we win the Premier League versus Everton and Old Trafford. Ah, wouldn't that be nice? The street books, that wouldn't it? Yeah, do not have to televise that. Just put it on a repeat stream for the rest of my life. It'd be fine. Um, and Joe Exotic, not the Joe Exotic. Uh, oh, maybe it is. Um, so listen, mate, I'm 41. 30 years I've waited. They can play on Stanley Park if they want, as long as um, Hendo gets that trophy. I don't care. That's probably a sentiment I think that you know everyone agrees with. You know, we talked about you know playing it on the moon. But, you know... You know, with, with two games, potentially one game away or, yeah. or, or more, I'll win that Premier League title. Playing 30 years old, never won it in my lifetime. Just get it done. And like you said, asterisk or no asterisk, like, I, I couldn't care. Yeah, I think it's like you said, there will always be a handful of, of idiots and it's the same in, in, in general society. It's not just football. Um, 
But I think Liverpool fans, the general consensus is we've waited this long. That's why the break didn't really annoy that many people, was we've waited this long, what's another two, three months? Like, as long as you get it done, we've been waiting long enough. Um, so the same sort of sentiment of it's not how we wanted it, but it's exceptional circumstances, and we don't really care as long as it gets done. No, we'll all be happy. So, uh, yeah. Good day yesterday. Um, hopefully, we'll have more news in the coming weeks of like when the fixtures will be, uh, when Liverpool are playing. As I said, all our content will ramp back up. Um, we'll leave it there, Georgia. Thank you very much. Thank you to, at home for watching or listening. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the sun. Stay safe. And we'll see you soon. Ciao. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 